Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast. A little bit later, but that's only because I had a real good feeling about the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course racing that went on today. And man, I think I might have been right. It was some awesome, awesome racing. For the first time, we had a double header there on the same road course with the Indy cars followed immediately by the Xfinity cars. Absolutely awesome racing for both events that I thought. Um, I watched both. I thought they were both really good. But there's also the sort of big news. I don't know if anyone's uh, heard about it, but Jimmy Johnson, for the first time in his career, is not going to be running a race. He's going to be missing this Sunday, at the very least, the Brickyard 400, purely because he has been tested positive for COVID-19, which is pretty unbelievable. He doesn't really know where he got it. His wife had some allergy symptoms and went and got tested. She tested positive. Jimmy and his kids went and got tested right afterwards as soon as they found out that she tested positive. Jimmy tested positive. The kids did not. He doesn't really know how he got it, but, man, it's uh, it's it's scary stuff. I mean, obviously, we're hoping the best for Jimmy and his recovery. Justin Allgaier is going to be taking over the 48 machine for uh, the foreseeable future until Jimmy can get back in. Whether that's one race or a dozen, we don't really know. He has to, in order to return to the car test negative for coronavirus at two separate occasions at least 24 hours apart so for those of you that hadn't heard about it yeah jimmy johnson is not going to be running it's going to be justin allgaier in the 48 which we are hoping for jimmy johnson to have a nice speedy recovery so best of luck to him in that first time in his career he's going to be missing a race but over on the xfinity side we saw a road course race today and if you did not watch it live do yourself a favor and just go back and watch the last 10 laps that's it just the last 10 laps it was absolutely phenomenal everyone went into this not really knowing what to expect there's no you know precedent they had never run the road course before they're at indianapolis but i think they're going to be running it a lot in the future road course racing has been a huge huge popularity in the recent years for NASCAR, we've always had Watkins Glen, we've always had Sonoma, but then we added the Roval, and it was awesome. And now we are adding the IMS road course, and it is awesome. I really hope to see more of it in the future. For those of you that didn't see it, though, Chase Briscoe did win the race. It was a hard, hard-fought battle between Briscoe, Gregson, Almendinger, and Austin Sindrick. They were all duking it out, beating bumpers. Man, it was really cool to watch, and I promise you, I promise you it's so worth it to go watch the last 10 laps of that race. For this race, there might be some names here. We're going to run down the scoring order that you might not have heard before, but Chase Briscoe won it. Justin Haley sort of navigated through the chaos and came home in second place, but Chase Briscoe led 30 of the laps, and Justin Haley didn't lead any. He finished second. Noah Gregson in third. A.J. Allmendinger, oh, great, great run for him. He almost had the race won. But just got into it with Sindrick and Briscoe outbraked him going into turn one. So Almondinger finished fourth. Austin Sindrick in fifth. Ross Chastain, a great run, comes home in sixth. Justin Allgaier pulling double duty this weekend, finishes seventh. Alex LeBay in eighth, who I thought had a major problem late in the race, but managed to work it out. He looked like he had a tire rub, but I think it might have been somebody else. Michael Annette, a fantastic run for him in ninth. Preston Partis in 10th, and that's not a name you've probably heard before, but he came in, a road course ringer, did a really great job with the top 10 for the number 36 team. Brandon Brown, a great run for him in 11th. Brandon Godovic in 12th, ran the 26th car. Jeremy Clemens, there was a lot of talk about him this weekend. You might have seen that video, it was posted over on NASCAR's Instagram page, of the whole front left of that car getting up in the air. 
All you got to do, stiffer rear springs, and that'll get that car sold out. Not as big of an issue as it looks, but man, when you are looking at it on video, it looks like a major, major issue. But he got it all worked out, came home 13th. Jade Buford, 14th. Kyle Weatherman in 15th. Myatt Snyder, 16th. Ryan Sieg, 17th. Jesse Little in 18th. Timmy Hill stayed out there towards the end with about five laps to go. No, eight laps to go. And finished 19th. Anthony Alfredo came home in 20th. Man, talk about a really rough day for that team. It all started going downhill when they went a lap down because they had to come in and pit because Anthony's window net fell down, which just a freak thing, but these things happen. So he rebounded all the way up to 20th after running back in the 30s. Really, really cool. Stephen Lake came home 21st in the 61 car. Josh Williams 22nd. Josh Balicki in 23rd. Mike Wallace in the 0 car came home 24th. Harrison Burton had a loose wheel with 8 to go. Had to come down and pit. He finished 25th. Joe Graff Jr. in the 08 finished 26th. Chad Fincham in the 66th, 27th. Cody Vanderwall in 28th. BJ McLeod in 29th. Matt Mills in the 5 car in 30th. Jeff Burton had some major issues. Finishes in 31st. He led a lap, though he did lead a lap uh, towards the beginning. He was on the pole. Vinny Miller in the 78 finishes 32nd. Riley Herbst had some issue late in the race and finished 33rd in the 18 car. Bailey Curry in 34. Tommy Joe Martin's another rough day for that team. The axle broke on that car, and he came home 35th. Brett Moffitt in 36th. Brandon Jones, the whole thing exploded on him. The oil line broke. Whole front end caught on fire. He finished in 37th. And Jeffrey Earnhardt. Uh, the l reason he dropped out of the race was listed as the chassis. Not much information there beyond that. But he in, came home in 38th at the end of that race. There were some really great quotes there towards the end of this race, though. Briscoe was quoted saying, Everybody knows growing up my hero in racing was Tony Stewart and getting to drive for him and watch him win the Brickyard. And that was always his signature thing, and I just wanted to do it. And that, of course, was in reference to when he climbed the fence. He and his team climbed up the fence, but he also said, <laughs> I'm wore out. That fence climb will take a lot out of you. I've dreamed of coming to this racetrack and just getting to race here, so to win here is unbelievable. I can't put it into words. That's a word-for-word -word quote. I didn't have any, you know, like issues there in editing or something, post-recording editing. That's word-for-word -word what he said, and that's coming straight from NASCAR.com. So, hey. Chase Briscoe was your winner, and now going into tomorrow, I really think the racing is going to be overshadowed by the Xfinity race because the Oval, I I hate to be like this. I hate to be that guy. I don't think the racing is going to be that good on the Oval. This high downforce, low horsepower package means the racing there is going to be pretty bland, unfortunately. We're going to see people pull away. I think it's going to be Harvick by eight seconds is what I, I heard one person put it as. We'll have to see how the race ends up going. I hope it's a really good race tomorrow. I really genuinely do, but I think the road course there is going to become normal. I think they're going to do a doubleheader weekend. One race is on the road course. One race is on the oval. We'll have to see if that ends up working out. But saw some awesome racing the past seven days. Unfortunately, uh, Jimmy Johnson did test positive for COVID, so Justin Allgaier is going to be there. And a really great X-Mandy race, and if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, you definitely need to go back and watch it. Short, simple, sweet, to the point for this week's episode of Bottled Up, but we do want to thank everyone for listening in. Check out McConey Setup Shop over on Facebook or www.maconeysetupshop.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bottled Up Radio to keep in touch with everything that we put over there on social media. It's the easiest way to get in contact with us. We're always around. But everyone, thank you for listening in, and I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.